And we are back again. Episode 14 of the Bottom Dweller Banter. How are you doing, my man? Tired, but good, man. Uh, got a lot of stuff done today. Groceries, cleaning, work, some uh, some cooking, you name it. Got That's it done. Good. That's good. Weather was nice for me, at least. I like the rain. I don't like what it does to drivers because it makes them suddenly forget how to drive. But <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I, I'm okay as long as it's not pouring, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's uh fucking jump right into it on uh, this Google Docs, which is the bane of my existence. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please. Light them on fire for the, yeah, for the viewers. I don't know why it's so hard to, as we were talking about, fucking strike through on the on the document. You have to go through three different menus. Anyway, starting yeah, I... off with uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Great name. Uh, new upcoming Marvel movie coming out in uh, September 3rd. Uh, starring my, <laughs> my man. Uh, what's his name? Sam Sam Liu, who's who most people will know from uh, Kim's Convenience of all things, yeah, he was pretty good in that show. It, it was a good show overall. I gotta say, most accurate to people who live in Toronto, especially. Um, yeah, looking forward to uh, a Marvel movie. I have to say, it it looks different. It looks like they're actually focusing on the martial arts aspect. I saw the trailer. You saw it too. Lots yep. of lots of stunt work. Uh, it does look like the guy is doing his own stunts, at least where his face is visible. So respect to that. Um, they also got Aquafina and Tony Leung, so Asian quota represent, I guess. <laughs> wow, what are your <laughs> thoughts on this? Uh, I. Uh... Well, I think you're gonna agree with whatever I'm about to say because we've talked about this. It's like. It's like it's good to be excited, but at the same time, I temper it because I think of like Marvel movies having a certain flavor. It is going to have constant. the formula, yeah. The Marvel, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a it tends to be tends to be. Now don't don't be shooting flaming arrows at me, people. It's just that they tend to have one flavor of ice cream. Yeah. Um. There's a few outliers with the special dotted vanilla or chocolate chips you see with like Guardians of the Galaxy, but it tends yeah. to be like just. Uh, one flavor, which is a formula that works for them, which is why they keep doing it. Nonetheless, yep. I'm excited for it because, again, I'm, uh, I'm a Marvel head. Am I knowledgeable in Shang-Chi? Uh, honestly, not as much. Um, I'm more familiar with his Ultimate version, which I can see a little bit of in the trailers, a little bit of hints at it. Um, I'm not too familiar with his mainline version. but And nonetheless, I kind of like that I don't know as much because... Uh, well, there's some elements that tie into... If you guys have seen Iron Man 3, and you guys know about the Mandarin, uh, we are supposed to get the real Mandarin in this movie, right? And the Ten Rings are actually showing up. So I can see where I w might know a little bit about it, but nonetheless, uh, it's the less I know, I kind of feel better now, because yeah, uh, my expectations sure. won't be high. Yeah. I won't say, they didn't do AZ from the comic. Like, I won't be one of those dickheads. You That's know, a good so. point. I mean, at this point, um, Marvel is pretty much Marvel movies are pretty much a blank template with the skin applied of whichever character is featured in that movie. Here's the blank template. This is an Iron Man movie. Let's put in fucking Iron Man in this. So it goes through the same arc, you could say, 
but it is nice to see deviances it does this one at least from an i don't know about the story point of view but for at least from an action point of view it looks something that that's maybe different for marvel and i'm looking I, forward to it i want to say i wouldn't be surprised if we get a couple like long take action scenes without I, cuts i like long take action i scenes. would love that yeah, yeah. um Oh my god, talking about Shang-Chi, because Shang-Chi and Iron Fist in the comics are sort of tied together in their own way, and yeah. I remember Iron Fist season one, there's a fight scene, guys, go look it up, there's like, it's in a, like a, I, di I stayed away from it from people recommending me, they're like, if you love Iron Fist, which I do, they're like, don't watch it, so I didn't watch Iron Fist, but I saw a clip where he, Danny Rand is fighting a guy in the... In like a stock room or something, and there's like 56 cuts. It's like Liam Neeson <laughs> when they did like 80 cuts of him jumping over the fucking yeah, fence. Yeah, but Liam Neeson needs fucking 30 cuts to jump a fence. Yeah. Yeah, it's on that tier of like too many cuts, and you just shake your head at it. You go, "Oh my god, dude!" But uh, I don't think we're getting any of that here. But I just remember those two funny yeah, clips. I fucking hope not, because I like the reason I like long take action sequences is because it implies that there's actually choreography involved. And when you have cuts, yeah. cut, 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 you don't have to do anything. You can just film people fucking doing this and you can make it look like there's something going on. Betty Chan um, always insisted that he always wanted to do as much stuff as well on camera as possible. Yeah. Like he wanted a wider shot and you could see a little bit of that exactly. in the movie. So I like that. Like put going, like pulling the camera away, not in their face. And that's exactly what lazy directors are afraid of. They That's why they love close-up shots. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, to, to go with that point, uh, this could also be a refreshingly more, uh, how do you say it, less CG infested uh, Marvel movie compared to the, the fucking yeah. green screen abominations that we were used to getting. If you've ever seen Marvel behind the screens, it's, it's basically shot in a green room. <laughs> yeah, this is like, yeah. you ever sit there and wonder how the actors got to feel like just acting in front of a green screen it's not i give credit to that yeah yeah it's respectable but also difficult when you really think it about is, it i just yeah. feel i feel bad i just don't think that's the way to always be acting is in front of a green screen you know yeah well, anyway yeah um anyway excited um i'm ex i'm more excited for this than i am for like black widow for example and oh, it's me not too yeah it's not and the thing is i know more about black widow than i do shang chi but it's like the thing is is just um I don't know. I looked at the Black Widow trailers, and I'm like, "This is not gonna. This is gonna be. Exactly. Like, there's a higher probability of this being for the formulaic thing. Just going you off know? the trailers. We don't know yet. But yeah, we don't uh, know. But it's just a prediction or a this, hypothesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. And um, interestingly, the article doesn't say whether it's gonna be on theaters or Disney Plus. I imagine by September we can probably get back to theaters. Am I being optimistic? I don't know. I'm excited to just be with the boys, like just go to a movie with the boys. That's um, yeah, in a while, and you know, even if I feel like even if the movie doesn't end up being that great, I'll just be happy for the experience of meeting up with for sure everybody again. So anyway, and look forward to it. And uh, one last thing, uh, with Disney Plus and the additional fees that you have to pay for some of the new movies, it ironically costs more than what you would pay for a theater ticket. Which is funny when you consider the logistics of uh, running the theater, but <laughs> whatever. That's why Disney is one of the biggest uh, fucking corporations. Anyways. Anyway.
let's move on to a uh, bit of gaming news uh, obviously the bulk of gaming news was covered in last week's e3 um, presentation but we got uh hot wheels a <laughs> new hot wheels game coming out on uh, nintendo switch pc ps4 ps5 xbox one and xbox series s it's called hot wheels unleashed uh, do you know if this is a new game or a remake? Because we've been getting a lot of those two. It, I'm, I'm not sure, personally. It, it looks um, like it's a brand new game, in any case. And uh, graphics look pretty good. Uh, Going to be coming out on September 30. Another thing to look forward to in September. Um, it, the most interesting thing that I've seen here is... Uh, split screen mode is available, which is nice. And... It is also available on the PC version, in particular. As you would know, the one of my biggest pet peeves was that PC versions of games often uh, skipped out on split screen. For yeah. whatever for yeah. whatever reason, maybe they just thought that the PC, if you're buying it on PC, you're not really playing split screen. You're more more likely to be playing online. But I mean, if it's the same build of the game why, why not have the option you know so yep. i appreciate that that being said this is a game that i'll most likely get for consoles just because it's hooked up to the tv and you got controllers and everything but it's meant <laughs> to be played that way i think you know yeah, it's just for sure i don't i don't there's a lot of games that i think you and i have played where we go at its like that that should be a console game mainly yeah like for example as much as i played like for example uh, Tekken on a PC, it's like it hits differently when it's on a console. For it's sure, a different yeah. feeling. Yeah. So I agree with you, man. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is great because <laughs> these days we've been so saturated with the uh, realistic games and Forbes and Gran Turismo's and even uh, Project Cars and Dirt approaching more and more um, simulation-like experiences. It is nice to, and refreshing to have another. Uh, fucking brainless arcade racer where I don't have to worry about the the damage of my car you know <laughs> yeah I, uh, I I used to play with Hot Wheels as a kid man so yeah, this man. is just I, I you brought this game to my attention and, and I'm excited I just hope it's good I'm sure I think it will be yep. I have a good feeling about it I, I hope so too yeah well, uh, speaking of like games and stuff so last week I went off at the end of the podcast. I'm sorry. I got uh, I got all tensed up and emotional when I roasted the shit out of Namco. Because uh, <laughs> I just thought that their prices were just disgusting. Like, And I'm sure many people out there might agree. It's like, why the hell are you still selling Xenoverse 2 for 70 bucks, bro? Four and a half years old, why are you doing that? So I talked a lot of shit last week. And bada boom, bada bing, the next week or in the next couple of days later, after we recorded, I should add, <laughs> I'll course. say that, which was... So it was after we recorded. Um, by now, the sale is over, the Namco developer sale, um, as of this time of recording and when we released the pod. But nonetheless, uh, they heard my shit talk because there was, a, as I just said, there was a Namco developer sale. And boom, like some giant price cuts, like Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which I picked up for 45 bucks. I got the deluxe edition, which has the season pass. If I bought that without the sale, I would have paid $114, guys. God damn. Versus forty-five. How much for the I, base I, game? The base game is eighty. Eighty. No, how much for the base game on sale? Oh, on sale it was like twenty. 
23, 21-ish, if not I recall bad. correctly. That game is not more than a year it's not old, old. Is it? yeah it's a year and a half at, at most year and five months not bad and i'm like this is a steal i, I snort dragon ball z right so yeah. you know me i had to i had to get it and i'm excited to play it um and it, the game looks beautiful but anyway i just thought i'd tell you guys it's funny how that developer sale just so happened to poetically appear after i went off on namco so uh, cheers namco thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that sounded like Trump. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, before I forget to, I know this is completely op op opposing to talking about a game sale, but uh, as of uh, this recording, I'm now at my peak immunity and peak frequency to communicate with the 5G tower yes. after my Pfizer <laughs> vaccine from two weeks ago. I'm at peak frequency, guys. I'm immune. I'm like Iron Man. I'm like Colossus right now. I'm kidding. Not necessarily with the new vi variant, but hey, listen, it's a big, it's a big step. So I'm looking forward to getting some normalcy myself. Hopefully, knock on wood. Good to anyway. know. Hopefully, I get yeah, my second one soon too. Peak frequency and shit. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right, dude. Okay. Next up, we got. <laughs> What a mess. Cyberpunk 2077 is back on uh, PlayStation Store. So if, if, you, if you've been living under a rock, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 was the, I think, most anticipated game of 2021. And to, if you want to, I think it's, it's easy to blame it on COVID, but the game released like an absolute fucking mess. Um, the only decent way to play the game was on the latest console, I think Xbox Series X, or if you had a really high-end PC, and even then, from what I've heard, there's game-breaking glitches, there's bugs. It's uh, yeah. really not what people expected from a reputable company like CG, CD Projekt Red. Um, yeah. That's the thing, though. For me, I wasn't as surprised. And this might be a hot take... I <laughs> calm down, but, it, but CD Projekt Red doesn't have the track record that people people think that it's been around and it's like the greatest company ever. Don't haven't they only had like one really successful game and that's Witcher Three? Yeah, I was gonna say right, Witcher's like their most successful. And not even the the series. Who plays Witcher One? Right. Go play Witcher you know 1 what? right now and tell me how it is. You know, I've tried it. I'm not saying out of my ass. I've, I've tried all three games. Can you tell me how it is, Witcher 1? I've never played it, never <sighs> seen game. It's pretty rough. I'm sure it was Gank? fine for the time, but it's, it is jank fest. Yeah. Uh, but oh, man. That's what I'm saying. Um, to, to have such a massive reputation based off one, really, let's be honest, one game, yeah. uh, I'm not surprised. And the fact they here's the fact they're doing a completely different game now from Witcher Three. You couldn't be more opposite to Witcher Three, right? Uh, That's with, what I gathered. I'm like, this is a really different flavor of exactly, game. Exactly with Cyberpunk. So yeah, everybody was fucking hyped and then let down. Me, I was just observing. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I was too. I was um I was observing. There's someone that both of us know, and he was. Um, initially yeah. <laughs> very excited yeah. and then credits to him if he's listening to this shout outs to you you know who you are buddy you 
tempered your expectations really well, and he didn't end up as hurt and disappointed by it. So yeah. cheers to him and cheers for people to people that do that. You know, tempering expectations. I've done that too many times where I got not too many times, but like a handful of times where I got too excited for a certain game. Yeah, and it just didn't deliver because I set up too high of an expectation. It's the same thing like. And I say this as a reference. Someone kept telling me, Chipotle is great. Chipotle is great. Try it for the first time in 2016. I'm like, dude, this is nothing like you hyped it up to be. So you, let's not do yeah. Like, we shouldn't do that as a general thing. You and know I mean? you know what? I'm not even mad anymore. There's plenty of games to play. In fact, there's too many games to play. I don't have time to play everything that I want. So if, if another game doesn't uh, it misses the mark, well, I'm in a different position because I didn't pre-order it or anything, so I'm, I'm not as pissed as other people would be, but I'm not, I'm, I'm okay with this, you know? I mean, it's just, uh, from, I, I didn't keep up with it too intensely on, like, what they were saying, but it's, like, all those delays and I think they almost, like, caved into, like, people going... WTF, WTF, why do yeah. you keep delaying it? Yeah. And that's the wrong thing to do, man. If you know it's not up to snuff or whatever the word is, um, why would you throw that product out there? Just something tells me that maybe even the devs didn't have a choice there. I think it might have come from above. That's I'm the, worried. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm like. I'm thinking it's the suits, man. Like you're right. Uh, and that's the first rule for for what I think for the business should be. Is don't don't listen to people. Because people don't know what they want. People want the game right now, no, or people want the game to be delayed and fixed later, or some people don't mind delays. Some people want the game right now. Like, don't listen to people. That should or not be. That should not influence your uh, business decisions. Yeah. What? That's such a such a great point because, and I want to add on to that great point in the sense that you have it. I talked about wrestling two weeks back. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, and I remember. What I remember from being a fan up till now is like, people will say, I don't want X person as the champion, I want Y person. Y person becomes the champion, and then they suddenly Same go, man, <laughs> yes. I don't want him. And I'm like, and then you sit, Vince McMahon probably sits there scratching his wig. He's yeah. like, what is going, what do you people want? And then at some point, he's he and whoever else is an executive won't listen. He, yeah. They stop listening more, more these days, but... It's just certain times where they probably want to pull their hair out. They're like, what do you want, man? You Make know. up your mind. They don't know what they want. Why, right, so. why do you think Apple was successful? As, other than exploitation and uh, child labor and everything. Why do you think the, the design philosophy of uh, Apple was that the, the creator, which in most cases was Steve Jobs, behind the design influences, he had a very set design, and you know what he did? He didn't listen to anyone. He's like, this is what's going to happen. And hey, it worked out in some cases. Yeah. yeah. Being stubborn can help to a certain extent. Yeah. Stubborn within reason. I think that's the way to put it. Yeah. So, anyway, we've been, we've been ragging on them a lot, but... Uh... Yeah, they've been on the PSN store since, like, the 21st of June, right? Something like that. Um, yeah. But there's some other details I want you to talk about that they mentioned. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, everybody knows that these games run like absolute crap on uh, base consoles, and I think it's fair to say no amount of patching is gonna, is gonna fix that. It's fundamentally, those consoles are way too weak, 
in 2013 when they released the cpu was too weak for the time so that should tell you about the performance of uh, uh next frankly next generation game on these consoles this is what they had to say about base ps4 users may continue to experience some performance issues with the ps4 edition while we continue to improve stability across all platforms yeah i don't know about that um <laughs> like i said adjusting you can adjust graphics you can lower resolution you can turn down details but when your cpu is is limited there's there's not much you can do to improve the performance of the game you know if i get this wrong i'm sorry it's a bottleneck right it because is a bottleneck yeah absolutely right. yeah thank yeah. goodness i remembered that word correctly yeah um the last tidbit of information here is that getting cyberpunk on ps4 xbox one will grant you access to a free next generation upgrade when the ps5 and xbox series x versions launch later this year yes that was another thing the game hasn't from uh, hasn't officially launched on next generation consoles i believe they ran some kind of boosted or um fucking roided up version of the previous gens right i think so yeah, yeah i believe so so that would be interesting maybe <laughs> that's the second coming of this game uh, <laughs> but uh we've yet to see as of me i have no expectations you have no expectations Frankly, we don't care that much. I don't think we were that invested in Witcher to begin with. No, it wasn't, frankly. To, no. to me, the coolest thing that this company does is uh, uh, GOG, good old games, is where they have DRM-free versions of uh, PC games. That That is the coolest thing that this company does. Yeah, for, pretty, for, pretty nice. Yeah. I just got exposed to GOG recently. It's pretty nice, man. Hey, yeah, having no DRM, having s the fact that you can store the game on your local storage and uh, you can play that game 20 years later without having to worry about servers or stores or anything that's pretty cool and uh, <laughs> I, as far as I know they're alone in this uh, marketplace uh, other than some indie stuff is there anything else for this topic? Uh, it's just um, I got I think I brought this up on a prior podcast but once you leave a bad taste in people's mouth like that with an initial launch you're in trouble dude. absolutely they're yeah. in trouble. It doesn't matter if they if this like version of PS5 and Xbox um, series um, was Xbox Series X versions. Like it doesn't matter if those are like perfectly functional, but it's just you left a bad taste in people's mouth. It's gonna be hard to push those out. Especially That's gamers, all. man. The, it's the least. I think it's the least fucking forgiving fan base. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look what and happened to Bethesda. Bethesda yeah. made two like some really great games but just because of fallout 76 it's been going downhill just oh my God, it takes yeah. only one wrong move in this industry to have everybody turned against you and again i think the reason for that is the competition there are so many other games to play yes you know yeah there's there's like there's just games and you consider all the other media that people consume it's just yeah <sighs> yeah Gamers move on pretty quick. Like we oh, yeah. tend to just well, bye, see ya. Yep. Buckle. See you later. <laughs> because there's a lot of things competing for our time. Anyways, yeah. I think that's it for this topic. Why don't you <laughs> okay. explain to me what the hell is going on here? <laughs> what I'm reading. Yeah. Sorry, my leg was itchy as hell. Um, two things. Um, we're gonna add a fun <laughs> twist here to the pod. 
Um, it's a taste of what is to come when we uh, set up studio in person and we start recording this shit live. Um, okay, a British man, he stacked M&Ms and he broke a Guinness World Record. Oh my god. I think it was like four or five M&Ms he stacked. And I'm like, I'm reading this article, I'm like, the shit that you people get up to, man, like, for, for fuck's sake, I could be in the Guinness World Record books for the longest amount of time spent scratching my nuts, like, added up, summative, like, cumulative, I could be in the Guinness World Record, record books, and I'm not, listen, good for you, you got in the record books, I'm not cheering against this guy, good for you, but at the same time, it's like, what the fuck do we come up with to put in the Guinness World Record books? That was yeah, how I sat and I said, agree. it's like, um, it's like, uh, I'm having a brain fart right now, actually, from just, like, like yeah. confusion. I think I, like, I think I heard it somewhere best on uh, YouTube or something. If you have to pay for your world record, then it doesn't count. Just saying. It. Oh, right. What I was going to say is, like, um, in the article they say this. They say, uh, check this out, people. It's like, Will Cutbill, 23 of, uh, I can't pronounce this right, Salahal or Salahul, England said that he had long dreamed of getting his name into the Guinness Book of World Records, but it wasn't until the COVID-19 lockdown that he decided to make his dream a reality by stacking M&Ms. Fucking uh, tremendous. Lockdown do has done things to people, eh? <laughs> I, I bet, yeah. You do, if you really stop and think about it, lockdown has been such a polarizing experience for humanity. Yeah. On one hand, you have people that have kicked habits, like drinking, um, snorting coke, whatever. And lockdown has unfortunately Jeez. taken them back to those dark places. And then we have, I don't want to call him uh, a jabroni, but he's probably a very nice young man. But this dude comes and he's like, you know what? I'm not going to do either of those. I'm not going to... I'm going to fucking stack M&M's. I'm going to stack M&M's. So I'm just trying to tell you people, it's very polarizing stuff going on. I have two, two reactions to this uh, piece of news let's say that you shared with me one thing is how do we know i mean they must have checked this how do we know that this guy didn't fucking sand the m&m down a bit on the table before he stacked them that's a good point but i think that they probably would smack him if they did that i think the guinness world record book they, they'll make sure of those like those little precautions okay. but you bring up a great point you're straight on with that like it's good that you asked those questions yeah um it's, uh, I think they do a pretty good job, though, regulating, like, all those workarounds, but... And here's, yeah. here's my other reaction. Who the fuck still follows Guinness Book of World Records? I mean, is there even a, a book anymore? Because I haven't seen it in a, on a store shelf in, uh, goddamn 20 years. Hey, here we go. Here's another thing I want to add. <laughs> Costco always had Guinness World Books. So Guinness Books of World. Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> Guinness I've World never Books. Seen one. Guinness World Books. I don't see any of those see, at Costco. I don't see this shit anymore. I don't see it in Costco. Costco always had it. Always. Now it doesn't. I don't see it. Let alone, so I don't, don't see books anymore. So <laughs> they're. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's that's. Let me, can I roll us into this next one? Because it's, it segues Go perfectly. It. Okay. A young Indian boy, nine years of age, he hula hooped upstairs <laughs> and he broke a Guinness World Record for hula hooping upstairs. Again, just what? Like, Again. now the kid... Go ahead, please. Yeah, you sorry. go ahead, then I'll go. Is this a thing that is a world record or is it just the fact that it hasn't been documented before? You know what I mean? Great question. For... The article does talk about that. <laughs> 
dude, another kid said in the article, he's like, now I want to hula hoop while running up the stairs. Not walking, running. Yeah, Guys, I know, if man. I tried to hula hoop while walking up the stairs, I would tear apart at the seams, okay? My glute muscle, you remember last week, you made a joke and my, my left ass cheek, my left glute muscle spasmed. You made a joke and it spasmed. Oh. <laughs> now, if that's from a joke and I leaned over and it spasmed, my glute muscle would probably, like, probably uh, fuck the glute muscle. My right eyeball would fall out or something, yeah. trying to hula hoop walking up the stairs and shit. At this point, I want to, you know what, fuck it. You people are getting this exclusive. You listen to it immediately. I'm putting in my contendership for the title of most times whacking off in a span of X hours. Oh God. I'm like Ric Flair. I'm the number one contender for that World Heavyweight Championship of FAP. I'm telling you. At this point, why not? I might as well. Quarantine is, uh, it makes one capable of such things. I'm just saying. Fear. I know I just took this in a wild direction, but anyway. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's what you get. Again, throw a little uh, surprise on people. Sorry, I, go ahead. I feel like Guinness is way past its peak. Um, <laughs> I feel like the world records that we used to, at least I used to see as a kid in these uh, fucking books, were. I, I think maybe all the cool shit has been done already, and now they're doing this. As even as a kid, if I saw these world records, I'd be pretty. Uh, I wouldn't be impressed, let's say the least. Um, yeah. Which brings us to the question, what is the outlandish world records that you remember from back in the, the golden era of <laughs> Guinness World you Records? Know, one of the most disgusting fucking things I've ever seen in my life was a, a record for like the longest fingernails, and I, I looked at the I've picture. Seen I, that. I think I have the book from like. Thousand six. That shit goes the like most... in a in a like Fibonacci a sequence. It's a fucking hula hoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the it's the most disgusting shit oh, I've God, ever seen that, in my fucking life. That guys. is disgusting. Again, I'm sure the person is decent and nice. I don't know about but that. It is the, it, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I just don't want to pass judgment and shit. Um, but I just at the sight of it, I wanted to run off a cliff. It was the most nasty thing I've ever seen. One but, of the most nasty things. But it makes yes. you think. It makes you think. What is the logistics of this person having long fingernails? How do they eat? Uh, How do they live their life? You know, it's it's fascinating. That's what these books were all about. Scratching your nuts. That's what? my first thought. Okay. How are you going to scratch your nuts? Oh, good, good, <laughs> good, good call. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Fucking cut the shaft off at that point. Yeah. Um, the one that I remember that was freaky, maybe not as freaky as this, uh, I think it was the world record of being submerged in a tank full of, uh, what was it, cockroaches or beetles or something? With the most beetles, and I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 400 or 500, I don't remember, this is 15 years ago. I saw that as a kid and I was fucking traumatized. <laughs> I don't remember that one. That's interesting. Again, maybe this is more meathead than what yours was. But it, at least it makes you think. It's fascinating. You have to think about the person, how they, what, what, and what, which decisions in their life led them to this point of being submerged in a tank full of uh, cockroaches. But anyway. yeah, you can see my face. I'm like looking at you, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, you can see so, my face. So the two that we just 
pulled off off the top of our head from memory are way more fascinating than uh, hula hoops and uh, fucking Eminem stacks. They are. <laughs> yeah. They're also nastier, but I guess that's the fascination about that it, right? It's the fascination. That's why that's people, why watch, people watch, watch shit like Factor X Factor with Joe and, Yeah, Fear Factor and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, I like how we both thought of the same <laughs> yeah, shit. Same thing. <laughs> uh, when Joe yeah. Rogan had a full head of hair and Joe shit. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe Jogan. Yeah. Joe Jogan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. The, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Did we like bought like 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 goat testes? Like it was a crazy show. Guys. There was some crazy shit in the. There was like a WWE episode with with like tough enough contestants. I remember the Miz was, the Miz was on Fear Factor. For I'm sure eighty percent of that shit won't be aired on TV these days. <laughs> no, you can't get away with it. You can't do that it, stuff. It, anyway. it violates people in every way imaginable. The, the, the fun times of network television are over. That's why Netflix and stuff are taking over because you can do whatever you want. Remember Mad TV? That was also like another. TV, that was like a crazy yeah, time, was, man. Yeah. That was... you, if you watch some of the old Mad TV stuff, you look and you'll go, "Oh my God!" If this aired past twenty thirteen, even, even MT- it's done. Even MTV had some crazy shit back in the day. Yes, they did. When they yes, used they to did. play fucking everything except for music. <laughs> and and there was like Pimp My Ride, Pimp which My I Ride loved with, watching. with Exhibit. <laughs> I would always like come at the thought of like them, or even at the reveal, like, "Hey, yo, dog." We put an Xbox in we your car. Boom! And I we would put like, a PS2 in your car. Dude, I would not every time. I'm like, oh, I want that. Oh. Now as an adult, anyway. I think, wow, that would fucking destroy my car battery. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it would. I think there was like, um, there they did follow ups with some of the guys in the cars. Like, do they still have it or did they like destroy it? Did they sell it? I'm not sure, guys. Don't quote me, but I remember looking into that or seeing it. I'm not sure if it was in the show or not. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, um, hit my right. Uh, but as right, we start man. like winding down close here, I got off. one more thing. Yep. Yeah, let's close it off. Um, I think uh, I've become the enemy. Not I think I have become the enemy. I've become one with the TikTok, oh, the no. haram that is TikTok. I will soon grow two extra arms to point at the time for you people. But uh, I want to use this as a segue. Listen, I um, I tend to make. I've made a couple TikToks, quick ones, quick edits, uh, and they're all Mimi. You can follow me at Radicus. Uh, all lowercase. You see a uh, uh, Iranian man with a green helmet. That's me. Okay. Uh, I'll feed you my homemade memes by the spoonful, and once in a while I'll, I'll uh, hey, cheap plug. I'll even feed you meme highlights from my stream at Twitch.tv/radicus_underscore. So, Perfect. Um, I just, I'm just saying. I think you guys should be ashamed of me. I think I should be hit with a cricket paddle. I, and if you did that to me, I would be okay things, with yeah. it. I think you can haunt me from. You can spit in my face and haunt me forever. It's okay. I kind of deserve it. I would it. love to do all of that when we meet up in person. I'm down, dude. I'm in down. That, in that order. If I'm feeling frisky, I'll even catch the spit with my mouth because, you know, it's COVID. We're okay, COVID I'm free. not, I'm not interested right. anymore. <laughs> Anyways. Um, way to ruin that. But, you know, I'm, I'm a fucking boomer. I've been told I'm a boomer. It's hard for me to track these um, TikTok trends or whatever the fuck. I'm a boomer um, too, but, man. Yeah, yeah, we're you know us, we're boomers and shit. Can I say I'm still not exactly sure what the point of TikTok is? <laughs> That's me neither. Much of a I'm boomer. using it for like five days now, and I don't get it myself. Every uh, five other, days as of recording. You bring me every other platform, I can tell you what it's for: Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. You know, TikTok, fucking who knows? <laughs> uh, I don't. And anything know goes with TikTok. Yeah. But I do want to make a small announcement. I think you guys can expect a TikTok for this podcast eventually. I'll uh, okay. I'll be weaving in memes into our 
whatever like our moments our great moments are in you'll see that eventually that's in the future i'm not gonna say expect it next week but expect it like soon like cool. imminent okay so that's a special special announcement um for those that watch or listen to us on a week-to-week basis um, yeah but uh anything else bard before we um fly away that's it and that's that a relatively Honor. short one compared to last time because we did cover a lot of ground last time in the e3 one and that one did go, go on a lot longer than the format that we usually do but it's an hour right yeah that was almost a goddamn yeah. hour so yeah that's it and that's that looking forward to next week and uh have a good one Oh, hold on. We got to do the the, 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 the cheap plugs. I, oh, I, yeah. You got to um, follow us on, or sorry, subscribe to us on YouTube at Bottom Dweller Banter hyphen BDB. Just look at Bottom Dweller Banter. You'll see us, the piranha with the mic. Uh, uh, follow us on Spotify, um, Bottom Dweller Banter. Follow, follow, follow us on Twitter at BD Banter Podcast. And then follow us on Instagram at Bottom Dweller Banter, all over case. And that's it, folks. We're off not to fly, but to swim. In the sea of life. Peace.